Hello and greetings everyone in the name of Jesus Christ. This is your host, Pastor Moore, and welcome once again to the Force of Faith podcast. Remembering this, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. There are many aspects about God you will encounter as you read through the Bible. One by one, as you turn the pages of Scripture, you will see who God has laid out before you different aspects of God's character that are revealed in Scripture help us to understand a little more of who God is. Without question, one of the realities of God that you must come to grips with is His holiness. If you are reading the Bible with an open heart, it forces you to recognize and acknowledge that God is holy. This does not appear only once, but it is repeated throughout Scripture. Because this attribute of God is core to who He really is, we must take time to attempt to understand His holiness and why it matters so much. There are two words for holiness in the Bible. In the Old Testament, the word Gades which means set apart, separateness, or even sacred. In the New Testament, the word for holiness is hagias, which means to set apart, sacred, or worthy of reverence. In Isaiah 6, when Isaiah has a vision of the Lord, this is what the angel proclaimed. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. Isaiah 6 and 3. This same declamation concerning God's holiness is repeated in Revelations 4 and 8. In scripture, when something was repeated twice, it was done to put special emphasis on it. There were times when Jesus would say, verily, verily, or truly, truly, repeating increased the importance of what was about to be said. Keep that in mind and understand that God being holy was not repeated twice, but three times. The fact that this attribute of God was separate or repeated three times makes it extra special emphasis. Here is how the blog writer for Pantheus.com put it. That is the greatest emphasis that can be put on anything or anyone in Scripture. And this is telling us that this is the most important thing about God. God is holy, holy, holy. This is the only attribute about God that is mentioned in the scripture three times. I don't know if we will ever completely understand God's holiness as much as we will encounter or experience it. God's holiness is the type of thing that may be hard to explain, but when we encounter it, you know exactly what it is. 
As I try to put some perspective on God's holiness, here are three reasons why God's holiness matters so much. God's holiness separates him from everyone else. We often celebrate God's love, compassion, and mercy, and we should be because they are great. However, if there is one characteristic that separates God from everyone else is his holiness. Because God is holy, he stands alone apart from every other person being entity. He is not set apart because of arrogance, but because everything about him is higher and greater than all of the creation, which puts him in a category all by himself. No one else is revered like he is. No one else is exalted like he is. And no one else is holy like he is. He is set apart from all creation and is set apart from all other gods. That's why he says, I am the Lord and there is no other apart from me. There is no God. In Isaiah 45 and 5. God's holiness makes us aware of our own sinfulness. Since God is holy and is so much a distinguishing characteristic of his, it is often the first thing people acknowledge when they encounter him. God's holiness is so great that even the place he shows up automatically becomes holy. Do you remember when Moses had encountered with God and the burning bush? As Moses approached the bush, God told him to take off his sandals because the ground he was standing on was holy ground. The only thing that made that ground holy was the fact that God was present. Within God's holiness, we also see his purity and his perfection. He is without sin and without fault, which is why when we confronted with him, who is he or who he is, we recognize who we are very quickly. Isaiah 6 while Isaiah was having his vision of, the, uh, of who God is and experiencing the presence of God in a magnificent way. It was God's holiness that made Isaiah aware of his own sinful condition. God's holiness is the great equalizer Because no matter how good you are or things are around you, when you encounter the holiness of God, you realize how wretched you really are. This is is, uh, what Isaiah discovered, and this is true of all of us. That's why when we stand before God, there will be no 
proud people because God's holiness alone will humble you and you will realize how far you have missed the mark. The first recognition of holiness of God and man occurred in the garden. When you go back to the garden of Eden, Adam and Eve sinned. The Bible says their eyes became open. When God came down in the cool of the day to fellowship with them, remember what Adam and Eve did. They hid from God. The reason they hid was because they were aware of their sinful condition which became more apparent because they were in the presence of the Holy God. This happens to us even now when we enter God's presence. When you began to worship or pray and God's presence show up, any sin that is in your heart or life rises to the forefront in the presence of a Holy God. That's why when people are living in sin, the last place they want to be is in the presence of God. His holiness alone will remind them of their sinfulness. Praise God. Number three, I want to mention, God's holiness commands us to be holy. Speak to the entire assembly of Israel And say to them, be holy because I, the Lord, your God, am holy. But just as he who called us to be holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. 1 Peter 1 and 15 through 16. Because God is holy, perfect, and pure in all his ways, he challenges and commands us to be holy. When you go back to the definition of the word holy, it means set apart for God's use. God desires us to live in such a way that we can be useful to him and useful for him. Another word for uh, this consecrated is the word consecration. God's purity and perfection should move us to live in the same fashion. This is a challenge to us all to not live according to sinful impulses of our flesh, but to live in accordance with the Spirit of God. The holiness of God requires it. This does not mean that we become standoffish. That can't mingle uh, with people or anyone because we are so holy. Remember, after all, Jesus did eat with sinners and tax collection. This means that even though we are a holy part of this world, there should be a distinction between how we live and how the world lives. 
That distinction is a result of living a holy life separated unto God. So be holy because God is holy. Praise God. Hallelujah. I remember one day as I was teaching a class, a person from another denomination, which is I will I will leave unmentioned, came in and sat on the class, sitting on my class. And I was teaching about holiness and teaching about righteousness and those things along those lines and, and why it was important. And the person spoke up and said, how can anyone be holy? There's only one holy person and that's God or Jehovah as they mentioned it. And I said, well, he commanded us to be holy for he was holy. He enabled us to live a holy life through the power of the Holy Ghost. That's where the transformation takes place. We can't do this on our own because we were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Therefore, we needed Jesus to come and die and give his life as a sacrifice for us. In exchange, he also sent us another comforter, which is the Holy Ghost who would lead us and guide us into all truth. It's the Holy Spirit that empowers us to be able to live a holy life because it teaches us and it leads us into all truth. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, it will do that for you. And so this person said that they would not be able to comment on any of the things that I was saying because they didn't have their Bible. So I asked them, I said, are you holy? Are you living a holy life? Or do you know what holiness means? And they said they couldn't answer that because they didn't have their Bible. Now, my friend, if you don't know exactly what holiness is, or if you don't know whether or not you're living a holy life, then it's apparent that you're not. But God requires us of, of us to be holy because he is holy. Praise God. Now my friends, I've come to the end of another lesson and my time is short. But until next time, may God's richest and best be yours. Thank you.